Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts in the studio. As always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. Shout out to Dallas, Texas, where uh, it turns out they love Porsches. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You know what? I would think Cadillacs would still be That's what I was going to say. Cadillacs. Big, big J.R. Ewan Cadillacs. Dallas is a pretty trendy town there. Now. Yeah. Now. You know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about old uh, Larry, uh, what was his name? Larry Hagman. You know, back in the day in Dallas, you know, like, like his idea (laughs) of trendy was driving a Lante. You know what I mean? Like, it's, well, I mean, you know, that's, I can see Cadillacs, but maybe the Porsches. What else? Heck, you yeah. remember Dallas? Yes, I remember Dallas. I love really? that show. Yeah, we used to, I used to watch I love that show. What now? You watched a rerun. No, no, I remember as a child, small child, watching it, like, all that stuff. Who shot JR? I don't know the hell nobody really knows who shot JR. Did they ever figure that out? I don't think they ever really did. We're still trying to figure that out. That was the catch. That's almost like Jay. He died <laughs> waiting for us to figure out who shot him. It's, it's kind of like, what, what that, did... It was that damn Cliff Barnes who it was. That's that lost file. It's like, what did Boomhauer do on King of the Hill? Nobody really knew until the last episode. <laughs> the uh, I love Dallas. Dallas was a good show. Yep. I watched it because my mom watched it. Everybody's mama watched it. That's why <laughs> yeah. we all watched it. But That's you know, exactly. it was good. You know, I mean, Sue Ellen was a drunk. What else did you watch when he played sick home from school? Well, right, Dallas right. came on CBS on Friday night. No, but when you played sick, what did you watch with your mom? Press is right. In the heat of the night. Oh, in the heat of the night. That was some good. Matlock. I wasn't a big Matlock fan. My mom wasn't either, but I was. When I was sick, I used to have to watch. I like in the heat of the night. Oh, Carol O'Connor. He's all right. What was that? uh, I'm trying to think of that soap opera. I think Days of Our Lives or something. That thing's still running to this day. Guiding Light. Yeah, you're right. It's still still It's still on. That's like the longest running soap opera in like. I think it started in the 30s, and it's still going. <laughs> With the same people. Exactly. I went to the pizza buffet the other day, and it was playing it. It was still on. And it was today's of, episode. Of all, the, of all the things we could be watching on television, this is what we're watching. Oh, But you know what? We ain't talking about soap operas. We ain't talking about Chrysler's no more. We're talking I don't about, even like Chrysler's. I don't, well, well I don't, I'm not a big fan of them either. I know it's a shocker. But... We're talking about parts. And that's a big headache with everybody. Whether you either got enough money to buy them, trying to get them if you do have the money, trying to locate them, or getting good parts. Getting getting a, a quality part. As my daddy would say, ain't no such a thing. Ain't no such a thing. And I, and I believe it. They're, they're no, no more. No more. Well, the, you got to think about it. I mean, we're in a throwaway society now. And... and and we and we I've talked about this several times and and I think that's why I'm drawn to the to old cars and older stuff because you're never going to see a barn find 2013 Kia. You're right. 
Never. 30 no. years from now, no one's going to be excited about finding a Kia in a barn. I don't even think there'll be barns. No, I don't think there will be. Uh, but you see what I'm getting at. You're exactly right. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, I'm not a Chrysler fan, but I'd feel better about finding that New Yorker than a damn new Kia in a barn. You're exactly right. Yeah, you, I mean, you, might, you might find them, just no one's going to care. Yeah. I was more excited about the 440 than I was the Well, that's, 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 I mean, that's a better part. But that's, but you see what I'm getting at? It's getting parts, though. And how it's changed. Like, I remember coming up, and Tim's got a couple years on me, and Kobe's got a couple years on me, and well, Richard's got a year or two on me, too. He had a year. A year on me. I'm next to Patrick, I'm, I'm, I'm like the baby in the crown. Kind of like hanging out with old, old folks. But. Heads. This is if we can, we can all go to Hardee's and get bread. Can I get y'all Cedar Citizen discount coffee? I'll get you one. Give me two of them, please. I'll take two. Here's fifty cents. But, but you know, like I remember coming up, and it was the same way for you guys. Like we had the local speed shop. Yep. Yep. And here in Greenville, and I don't know about Spartanburg, but in Greenville, we had Al Speed Shop. Absolutely. And like even in high school, my dad went to Al Speed Shop. And then, of course, I worked at the local auto zone, which was right, and Al Speed Shop was right behind it. So, you know what I did on my lunch break? I left a parts store to go to another parts exactly. store to get parts for my car. And, uh, and I love it. parts was good. Yeah. I mean, you know, an order, I mean, basically, he picked up the checks catalog and ordered it for me. But you see what I'm saying? I mean, and now it's all mail order, it's all online. All that's changed. I mean, you know, internet was just for porn. Back then, for us, you know, I mean, and it was dial up, so it was even worse. Yeah. <laughs> it was pictures, not movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you realize, you realize being, being, being a, uh, I'm trying to think of the most radio friendly way to put this, but you imagine, you know, being a, you, with your, your hormones, a vibrant young man, a vibrant young man <laughs> with hormones ablazing and with dial up internet watching this. A three minute video took 13 hours to download. And guess what? It'd get about a quarter, like it'd be buffering <laughs> and you'd be all excited. And then grandma calls and kicks y'all. <laughs> That's what's bad. <laughs> that right there. You don't know the struggle. You're going to find Jesus, boy. Now, now, now we got iPhones. You can pull that stuff up anywhere. And, and you just, I'm just saying. Like I was in Atlanta the other week. They got 5G. 5G. Do you realize how fast 5G is? You just say, puh, and it pulls up. I mean, like, boom, it's there. 5G. Like that. Lightning. It's faster than cable, which is nuts. On your cellular phone. It's just, I'm telling you, technology. What will they think of next? Well, we're gonna flip on what's the great age we live in? I'm telling you, what's great about the the internet now is you know, like you say, local park stores. You don't have to go to them. You can order something and they'll have it here tomorrow. You know what's neat? And you never left your couch. How about Amazon? That's what I'm saying. Yep. Hell, I built a whole custom truck on Amazon. Yep. But this is the thing that's crazy, though. You got Rock Auto, and you got you know all of course your Jags and your Summits and all of that stuff. I got one for you, Tim. I got I got a little bit of parts. Hot Rod Parts knowledge for you. Do you know how Summit Racing got its name? I do not. They're, they were originally based in Summit, Ohio. Really? It's original. Works. You yeah. know? But yeah, so a little something for you. But, and, and ain't it funny, the two of the largest mail order companies for, for Hot Rod Parts, Jags and Summit, are both in Ohio. I always thought that was kind of funny. It's good for something. Tax purposes. I bet you they must kin folks. I don't know if it's kin folks or not, but I guarantee they don't eat Thanksgiving dinner together no more. 
Well, usually one plays off the other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it's kind of like a Walgreens and a Eckerts. Yep. Or I mean, CBS. You're showing your age. What's that? CBS. Eckerts. When's the last time you seen one of them? They're all going now, but CBS. I was going to say. Go down to the local drugstore. Yep. Go down to your five and so, done. So this is the thing. But getting your parts, and this is a struggle. It's finding parts. Nobody keeps nothing in stock anymore. And then if they do have somebody there, uh, you know, like, hey, I need a battery for my car. You know, that's a good one for you. Well, we got this. Is it a five-speed? Yes. Or, well, or, or my favorite <laughs> one is what size wiper. You know, what size wiper blades does it have? You know what I mean? Or do, cloth or leather. Does it? It's a battery. But, um, I mean, that's... And I know why they ask those questions. Do you know why they ask the random questions when you order parts at a parts store? Well, they start on a, in the computer. they got to start with question one and go down the list. Right, but do you know why they ask those questions to get to everything? Probably What's to that? see if it registers a little bell in your head that you need something else. No. Oh, I don't know. No. Go ahead. I'm, Professor, you want to take I'm a swing at it? I don't know. That's how they build their parts systems. To see the popularity of certain options and certain by the demographic and where it's at and location. So let's say you have so many people that have four wheel drive, long bed, something pickup trucks with 350s in them. Yep. Well, the majority of them came with 350s in them that's instead right. of four three V6s. Or that's why they ask all those questions is to help build and where they can stock the store supposedly better. I got you. That's why they ask those huh. questions. So basically, they're surveying you. Like we're at Shell. Um Chevy country, so they stock more Chevy stuff here. They do. Oh, well, I mean, they used to. Yeah. Hang tight, guys. We got a lot more hot rods and happy hour headed your way. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries. So that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru and luxury car expert this week, Richard Hoskins. Shout out to Portland. Uh, not sure if it's Oregon or Maine, but uh, whichever one it is, they love Mercedes Benz. I'm going to lean Maine. That's probably Maine. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Maine. they have Mercedes in Oregon. I mean, I'm sure they have Mercedes. <laughs> in, in but I don't Oregon. think it's like somewhere piled up. In uh, Portland, this probably Prius is in the other one, let's be real here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, don't see, I don't see luxury cars unless Kurt Cobain was rocking around in one back in the day. Bunch of tree huggers. Kurt was from Seattle, and he drove a Volvo. What? There again, I rest my <laughs> He case. did drive a Volvo. He did drive a Volvo. And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Heavy Hours Legal Counsel, slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on? Richard, you can't tell me that Florida ain't on there somewhere for luxury retiree cars. I don't know. Um, it has to be. And what do you consider luxury? I didn't conduct the survey. <laughs> he said. <laughs> but Florida has, has to be on there somewhere. All right. Like then, Miami or something. Pensacola. Well, you Where know, are Lincoln's famous? Destin, Florida. Well, no, you would think Dearborn. like more central Florida, Dearborn. like 
like literally down in like the villages and all that stuff because there's a uh, million yeah. retirees that all drive Cadillacs and Lincolns yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, you're that's a luxury capital down there. And then, we got, and then of course, in the studio, we got our good friend Bonafide Tim Greer from Bonafide Batters in the studio. I am still here. He is in the building still. still here. <laughs> And my Lincoln is not finished yet. In a shocking twist, it was Portland, Oregon. What? Really? Wow. I just looked up the map. It was worth a Google. Y'all's Google's broke. There's something wrong with the internet on that. Them dang Googles. Professor, you sure you ain't got like a virus on your phone or something? Sure, they don't just have man in the wrong place. (laughs) No, he doesn't have a virus. He's using private browsing for this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what he said. What he said. <laughs> oh man, we're talking about them internets. But anyway, so we're talking about parts, and and that's the thing though. It's changed. So I told you, like you know, I worked in a parts store, and you know, like you had every parts store, especially like you know your your chain parts stores. You know your O'Reillys and AutoZones and Advance and whatever. They were all the same. You always had that one guy that was the master mechanic, but he worked at the parts store. That's right. To and, get a discount. Well, well, it would pop, probably. But it was so funny. He diagnosed everybody's problems. And see, I was, this is probably going to be a shocker to you, but in the parts store, I was a bit of what, what, what my grandfather would have called a smart aleck. <laughs> no. They called him. Not you. <laughs> really? But this was the thing. And his nickname was Gator. I remember that. His name was Gator. And he oh, worked. Talking about you. What? Are you talking about you? No, 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 no. The guy that come in. Who was the, the guy. Smart aleck? I was a smart aleck. Okay, go ahead. I was a smart aleck. I know it's a shocker. It shocks me. But they say that. They call him Gator because if you're a smart aleck, he eat you up. They called you? No, 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 no. They called me Rob. That's what was on my shirt. Okay. But <laughs> did you feel bad when Will Ferrell stole your character? <laughs> I'm not Gator. So you look like Gator. You look like Gator, but and Gator was, Gator was, was our resident mechanic at okay. the auto parts store. I got you. So that was the thing that was funny about it, though. This guy diagnosed everybody's problems. Like he would come in and be like, "What you he need was like to do?" Doctor Phil of parts. Exactly. He's like, "What you need to do is this, 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 and this right here." You know, I know in my experience what you need is this here, this, this. Pour you a little bit of this in there, and that'd fix it right up. And he loved Marvel mystery oil. <laughs> Like, I really, and I've never, I tell you the mystery to me, the Marvel mystery hole is what the hell do you do with it? You know what I mean? You, you use it on it, everything. Pour it in everything. You pour it, it's kind of like Frank's kinda Red like Hot Sauce. Texas Pete. Yeah. It's just, I've never understood, I don't I don't know the, the theory behind it, but anyway, he always tell everybody about Marvel mystery hole. And how like a laxative for your engine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kale pectate for your motor. But this is the thing. And his name was Gator. He was even embroidered on his shirt, Gator. And he was a and he was a red shirt like me. So he was a peon. He wasn't nothing special. He wasn't a white shirt, like you know. At AutoZone back in the day, we used to have those. They had those white button up shirts, and they had the the things on there on the the military. Exactly, like a five star general of parts, (laughs) you know. And uh, you know, like if you like if you were like the. if you were the assistant manager, like you had two stripes, but if like if you were like the manager, you had like full decoration and all the colors and metals. Shoulder pads. Your pay scale was printed on your shirt sleeve. <laughs> exactly. Say, so listen here, son. And you, got to wear, and you got to wear the little sailor hat. No, 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 no. We didn't have the sailor hats, but uh but anyway, 
but working in a port store. So we had Gator there, and Gator told everybody how to fix their stuff. But the thing that was funny about Gator is Gator didn't even have a car. His mama <laughs> dropped him off every day. And, uh, and Gator, Gator was that guy that diagnosed everybody's problems. And, but, but the thing is, you know, I always thought, if this guy's such a good mechanic, why in the hell is he selling parts not working on cars? Kind of like taking financial advice from a homeless man. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the man don't even own a damn car, and he's telling you how to fix yours. Yep. You know? That that was my thing. Maybe Gator. he had it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> the Gator, and, and he always come in. Like, on Mondays, he looked great. Well, let me rephrase it. Mondays, he looked like he might have took a shower on Sunday. He looked passable. Saturday, Gator was a little gamey. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm 99% sure. Like, like they gave you the first two shirts, and then you had to buy the rest of them. So, like, you know, usually when you get that first check, go ahead and order me two more shirts. Or so, like, yep. Gator skipped that step. He's just got two, and one of them got ruined. So, you know what I mean. So, so Gator, you know, and apparently, apparently another thing he didn't have was a washing machine. His mom washed but, the uh, His mom uh, went to laundromat on Sunday. Exactly. Apparently so. But went down to the wash house. But um, but anyway, so this guy would like, and he would. It was so funny, you know. And even back then, I was a novice car guy. I mean, I was a, I, mean, I grew up in a shop, but I mean, I wasn't saying I was a master mechanic. But I had a little common sense anyway. And some of the stuff he told people blew my mind. Like you know, he said, "What you need to do is this, 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 and this." And this guy was literally a snap-on scanner before they had snap-on scanners, and all he had to do was lean against that counter. And he could tell you anything you want to know. He could, he could OBD. The question is, he was could, the information good? No. Okay. He was horrible. <laughs> he, his, his diagnostic skills were absolutely horrible. He gave people such horrible advice. The funniest story. Patty, how long we got in this segment? We got one minute. I got a good one-minute story for you. And this actually involves Gator. All right. I'm just sitting there leaning back. I just snicker. And I like turning rotors. For some reason, that was my thing. So I always was a rotor turning guy. Rotors come in. I go, I go, what I would do is I'd put a rotor on lead. I'd go out back and smoke a cigarette. That's what I did. I like that job. You get it started and walk away, it does the rest of it for you. But um, so Gator was working the front counter. This was like a Saturday afternoon, whatnot. And a lady comes in and says, I need some oil for my Cadillac. Look outside, she's got like a mid-80s sedan deville. And uh, with a 4.1 in it. And, uh, and I, rem- I remember it was that pale yellow color. Yeah, you know, sitting out front. And she goes, I need some oil for my car. And Will Gator, of course, is not going to lean. He just kind of points to the back. And he says, you need some of that 1030 Castrol oil. So she gets her a quart or two. I don't remember. She might have bought two. Four from a She better grab two. He, he sold her a funnel. And he sold her, you know, he gave her some rags and all this stuff. Well, anyway, she goes in, she puts these two quarts of oil in. She says, I need two more. I think. I can't see it on the stick. And I tell you what, now Patty's over here, what he's in his hands, because this is too good to rush right here, this passport. So you guys are going to hang on. Guys, stay tuned. we got a lot more part stories coming to you right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1863 WORD. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right guys welcome back to hot rods and happy hour in the studio as always we have hot rods and happy hours financial analyst slash numbers guru the professor himself richard hoskins uh this one's for you kobe uh surprise surprise shout out to miami florida where they Thank love Cadillacs. You darn right they love Cadillacs. I knew there had That's to be right. some luxury cars down in Florida somewhere. And then, of course, speaking of Kobe, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours Legal Counsel slash all around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? And then, of course, we got Bonafide Batters Tim, all the way from Ballin Springs, South Carolina. Ballin. Ballin. We got a Ballin Springs. Ballin Springs. Got a, Where the water's hot. We got a lukewarm. I want to clear this up right now. So you worked with Gator. I worked with Gator. Okay. In the auto zone. All right. So now, I thought you was coming in as a customer. No, 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 no. And I Gator there. was the. I worked. You... I worked there. Okay, I worked I got there. You. I was. I was. The, I was the head rotor. I was the head rotor turner. You were the rotor tech. You were the rotor rotor. I was the rotor. I was the actually an FMC rotor machine. I've become an expert on that thing. You know, it's got the belt on the back. That's it turns right. the motor. Well, you know, it's got different size pulleys on it. I figured out how to speed that bad boy up. Well, Oh, old rabbit could speed some rotors. They could turn some rotors in a heartbeat, son. <laughs> I could, I could clean up a set of rotors about 30 seconds. Everybody else, Mike, I just look at me. Yeah, they good. Let's turn them. <laughs> that works. But anyway, so they got a little meat on them. We can make it work. All right, we're back to Cadillac. Cream so, color. So, this, so Gator, this lady comes in. She needs some oil for a Cadillac. Of course, he points to the castor oil. He points that because he recommends castor oil to everybody. So he points to the back there. The lady goes back and gets it, sells her a funnel, even gives her a paper towel. Tell her she her to check her oil. And so Gator walks outside to help her at this point because she says she needs two more quarts of oil, she thinks. So you keep in mind a 4.1 Cadillac, Richard. Five. Tops. Four and a half, yeah. five. With the filter. And uh, she pours two more quarts of oil in it. She said it still ain't touching the stick. Well, Gator gets up. Now, keep in mind, I'm in a bag of parts house at this point because I was turning rotors. And, uh, you know, it's a serious job. And... Uh, so, so so Gator goes outside, and he goes, lo and behold, Rob, this thing ain't even touching the stick yet. He said, I looked up under it, and it ain't pouring out the bottom of it. Right there, if somebody tells you it ain't pouring out the bottom of it, they're not real bright. Just, just I even looked under it. <laughs> so he goes, I reckon we need to put some more oil in it. Well, by this point, this lady's running low on funds, so we go to the 
off-brand recycled oil over here that's 79 cents a quart. And we start pouring, they start pouring that in. They pour two more quarts in it. Holy it's too many quarts. God. Rob, this thing ain't tight. It's the craziest thing I've seen in my life. This car's eating oil. <laughs> it's like, did you see where they was pouring it at? So by this time, I'm right now, I'm intrigued. You know, it's about closing time, so i got to get my, my last 15 minutes on the clock cigarette break in. So uh, so I walk outside with Marlboro hanging out my mouth and check on Gator and Grandma and look at the Cadillac and I walk over there and they're pouring oil in it. They, and they're putting it in the right spot on that. And uh, I noticed, he said, yeah, he said, and they, and they had the dipstick in it. And he pulls that dipstick out. And as soon as he pulls it out, I see it. It had a two-piece dipstick. The dipstick wasn't about four inches long. <laughs> and the rest of the dipstick fell down in the oil pan, or down the tube. Oh, no. So they just kept adding oil to it. And they thought the two dots were the rivets on the uh. dipstick were, were like low and high. Or full, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, at a quart. And they put like eight quarts of oil in this Cadillac. Oh, this thing, I'm surprised it wasn't running out the dipstick tube at this point. And, uh, and they said, well, what do you reckon we'll do? Crank it up? I said, hell no, the crankshaft it don't do that. 4.1 blow up on its own, you know. Don't need to help. Yeah, you don't need to help it. <laughs> yeah, the uh, and I never forget the uh, Gator decided he was gonna drain the oil out of it for. And this keep in mind, this is a long time ago. I don't condone any of this. But they poured it over storm drain, drain the oil out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually had several people that did that back in the day. It was crazy. Like we had an oil change specials, the STP oil change special. We had these like STP filters were like these cheap, the cheapest filters we sold, and like five quarts of oil was like seven ninety nine. We had this one dude. He was like a traveling salesman. He'd pull in. He'd buy his stuff. Next thing you know, he pulled. You know, he pulled his funnel out of his trunk, all this stuff, and he always parked over storm drain, changed his oil. Well, we recycled oil. You brought your oil That's in. Well, the kids have ADD now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? So, so anyway, and I'm like, hey, we'll recycle your oil. He's like, I ain't worried about it. And I'm like, what the hell's he doing with it? And I look, he's got it running out in the damn storm drain. He just parked over storm drain, drops it right there. I mean, who's giving the critters a little lotion? Yeah, that's <laughs> petroleum distillates. I'm pretty sure give cancer. I don't know. Anyway. Now all the kids in the, that live in the neighborhood around the AutoZone all talk with lisp. But other than that, they're okay. Yeah, don't mention that location. Uh, <laughs> I think D-Hack might be on their way out tomorrow. <laughs> but the that was but that was like some of the parts store stuff. So you had the, you always every and every parts store always has that guidance, the master mechanic. And then every parts store has the race car driver that works there. Yeah. And then whether it be round track or drag racing, like my part store is drag car guy. Yeah, there's always drag cars around our parts. Yeah, but but then like if you get over towards towards, you know, like the the, the west side of town, you had your round track guys. Mm-hmm. And like when I worked at the Nissan dealership, we had a guy that raced round track there. And he drove an El Camino. I rest my case. Doesn't seem like a very good round track car. No, 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 no. That was his daily. Oh, oh, okay. That, that was makes his daily. More sense. Yeah, like he was, and then he got into drag racing his El Camino, and he was hardcore. Like, he had one of them practice trees. You know what I mean? But, like, the yeah. little small one. Yeah. And he had it at his desk. And he's, that doesn't help you drive. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget, he invited me. I had a little Mustang. And, I, and he invited me to come out to the track with him. And I went to the track with him. And, like, you know, I a little El Camino. Hell, Santa, pretty good. Small block Chevrolet. He's like a big El Camino, like 77. Like the S3 Laguna, but not yeah. an S3 Laguna, El Camino. And, um, you know, and I figured, hell, had Corvette, had Corvette, the aluminum Corvette wheels on it. I said, shoot, El Camino would run pretty good. I and mean, this guy's hardcore, you know. He's got <laughs> gloves with the fingers cut out. I mean, this guy's serious. 
<laughs> that ain't, I mean, that's a nice football yeah. helmet he's got. He's wearing in there. Yeah. This guy's the real deal. That's right. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, he pulled around track and it runs like 1090s. Like, this is the slowest El Camino known to man. I mean, at? this is a career. Okay. I mean, in the eighth mile, 1090s. Yeah, eight. Now, keep in mind, I've got a bad foot and I could walk it in 12. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, but this thing is running 1090s. And then he gets out and he goes, I got to set my car. He said, the air is real thin. He pulls out a weather station. <laughs> I'm just all that money. You know, with all these, you know, he's looking at barometric pressure. He needs to be looking a little past that. Could have bought some headers instead. Exactly. Hell, it had headers. It was the world's slowest small block Chevrolet. I'm 99% sure that, like, they left four pistons out of it. I mean, there's the there was no excuse. Because it even sounded good. That was the bad part of it, but it would not run. Like, literally. They didn't wipe the lope or two off the cam, probably. It, it, there was something wiped off, that's for sure. But, but I would tickle me. He pulls out his weather station starts setting it. <laughs> and he had an Edelbrock carb on, which that's another strike right there. Has Edelbrock carb on there, and he's setting his Edelbrock carb with his weather station and all that stuff. I'm thinking, at this rate, what does it really matter? You know what so I mean? what did Mustang do? Mustang run nine twenties, and I thought that was set. And I didn't even have a weather station. <laughs> How'd you do it? Yeah, it's like I told hell. I mean, I had the air on, and I'm so, running. Let me ask you this: Was he pissed? Yes, he was. Because Paul Riley said, "You little Mustang punk, you know, old, old punk, old Mustang." So you didn't build that; you bought that. Well, little right. did he know that Mustang been hit by a freight train. Yeah, we totally built it. Same thing happened to me though. There with a Kia. Yeah, but but that's dude, he must have had a weather station. <laughs> But he got Google. He pulls out like you know the barometric pressure. All he's clock. I'm like, hell, he's got more equipment than the local meteorologist's got. (laughs) And you know what I'm saying? And I mean, it blew my mind. But that and he. But that's another parts store. That's a parts store hot rodder for you right there. So you get your parts store mechanic. Get your parts store hot rodder. I was a parts store smart aleck. I was. I was. I I could see Professor being a smart aleck in a parts store. You think? I totally like. I tell you something though that I learned. A skill that I learned in the parts store that I still use to this day. And I, I challenge anybody. I got $500 in my pocket right now. And I bet a damn room, a soul in this room can't take it. I could put a set of wiper blades on and off faster than any human being on this planet. I've got, listen, I graduated with a high school diploma. And it took me 13 years do. to do it. Okay? Do the math on that one. That's right. It took me 13 years to get that bad boy, but it's I got it. too many it. years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I did I was so good at the fourth grade they made me do it twice. Okay, shut up. <laughs> so, but anyway, I've got a diploma that's nicer than my high school diploma from Anco Wiper Blades. <laughs> I went to I went to Wiper Blade College. <laughs> I give you a gold watch. <laughs> See what it was. What it was. Rob I always go get them changed at the auto parts place because I can't do it. What's funny? Rob failed recess. That's why he had exactly. to stay back. Actually, I did fail art in high school. That's another story for another time. But. I want to tell you something. I can change set of wiper blades faster than a cat can lick its. Well, you know that part. It can lick that part. I can. I can do that. That's fast. fast. That's fast. That's fast. I tell you what else is fast. These commercial breaks, man. They're coming up on us like right and left. Guys, we're talking all about parts stores and the headaches that go along with them. Right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WORD. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. 
the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts in the studio, and of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. Shout out to our neighbors in Atlanta, Georgia, where they love Maseratis. You know what? You do see a lot of Maseratis. Yeah. You do. You, you see a lot of them here now. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're, they're not special anymore. Nah, I mean, it's because well, they sell them here now. Yeah. And there was one right outside the studio just a little while that's ago. Just, that's, that's not a sexy car. I'm just telling you. I'm just, that's just bad. That's bad. You're looking up citations? Yeah. That's Is not. It a citation? If it's Citation X11, they were pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to happen if you get in that X11. <laughs> then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours, legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? Then, of course, we got Tim Greer from Bonafide Batteries. He's our guest in the studio tonight. That's right. That's right. He's a poet and didn't know it. Make right. a rhyme anytime. So, we're talking about parts stores. And, and basically, the general synopsis is we've all had headaches and funny stories in parts stores. Now, Kobe, now, what was you saying about the parts store? This was just a couple weeks ago, working on a small block Chevrolet, went in the local parts store, got off the shelf a mechanical fuel pump. Now you get all the way back, pain in the butt, put it on. Did you take Did you take your, your fuel pump mm-hmm. rod? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did all that. Put the grease in there, get yeah. it up there, put it in. You know, you get it all in, yeah. hook it all up, then guess what? It's pouring right out the bottom. I, did the, I played the funniest joke on a buddy of mine one time. What'd you do? He changed his fuel pump. And didn't put it in? I took the rod. He had the rod stuck up in there, and I tapped it. It fell back out. I just took it out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this thing won't crank for nothing. Yeah. But That's nuts. So You won't sell it? What else? That's your buddy. Yeah, you know, okay. it happens. So it's did porn. Imagine what I'd do if I didn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's porn. Of course, so now you take it back off. You go to the auto parts store, you get another one. Brand new out of the box. You come back, spend another 30 minutes putting it on. Get it on. Guess what it does? It leaks as well. So, you take it off. You're pissed off. You go back to the parts store, put it up, get another one, come back. It don't even work. So this one, this one don't even it don't work good enough to even leak. Yeah, it don't even right. it, it don't do nothing. So I take but, it but, off, slam it against the wall, go over to one of the race cars, still another mechanical fuel pump off a race car, put it on. Guess what? It works perfectly fine. That's that's what I love. But it's that's probably that's, 40 years but, old. but that's an ongoing. It was. It was probably about that's 40 an years. ongoing problem though. Is the quality of these parts have gone downhill so bad, and they're making them so cheap now, like. Bad cheap. Yep. Bad cheap. Like electric fuel pumps last no time. Like months. Oh, there's there's like I've seen milk last longer than some electric fuel pumps. Oh, yeah. That Z twenty eight. Put a fuel pump in it. You know, it's a you gotta drop quarter of the rear end down and all that stuff. Put Not it, if you put you an access door well, in there. I didn't put no access door because I ain't cutting on that car. But put it in there. You Cranked up fine you, that day. I love, I love how you said, just said that. I ain't cutting on that car. <laughs> I ain't cutting on that car. I ain't cutting on that car. You're the one guy with a Camaro that, that says that. I ain't, I ain't, cutting, cutting, on I ain't cutting on that car. That's my but, baby. But put it on. Worked fine that day. Blah, blah, blah. About two days later, go out there. Didn't hit a leak. 
guess what? It's been three years and it hasn't got another fuel pump put back in it. <laughs> I'm telling I'll tell you. you a fuel pump story. I hate fuel pumps. I bet, I bet y'all don't know. What's that? And I know this for a fact with General Motors cars. If you have a fuel pump problem, and it's absolutely not working, that you can get out and shake the back of the car, and it'll run one more time. Really? It has worked for me hundreds of times. I tell you, I have heard of people smacking the bottom of the tank, yep. which I've is virtually that. doing the same thing. Yep, yep. I seen a guy one time take air hose to get in the gas neck. I don't, I don't know what that's going to do, but I have, I have done it many, many times where I know the fuel pump is going bad. Just happened to me a couple weeks ago. Professor, that might be what you need to do. The Marauder, maybe you just need to shake it. Uh, does kicking it count? Because if so, I already tried that. It didn't work. A friend of mine that's got a garage in in Bowling Springs, John Cantrell, he told me it was, and this was years and years ago. My mom had some Chevrolet car, and he said, "Listen, no, it was a." I don't remember. One of them front-wheel drive Chevrolets. Like a, I don't remember. Impala, maybe. One of them cars. And he told me, he said, listen. He said, go out there and shake it back and forth. And go in there and hit the starter. And he said, drive it directly to me because it'll never crank again. And he was exactly right. And I've been doing this for years. So the other week, I got a Chevrolet vehicle, a Chevrolet van that we use for maintenance, and it wouldn't crank. And we had all our tools in it, and we we're going to a job to work on a to work on a um, at a site, and we called AAA to come pick it up. And believe it or not, the shaking of the rollback got the fuel pump to work again. After we hauled it there, and I went out there and hit the starter, it cranked up. So I drove it. It cranked up maybe three times. And I drove it all the way from Columbia to Spartanburg and cut it off in front of my shop door, and it never started again. And it's, You might get two or three times out of it, but it's like a Chevrolet fuel pump gives you a little bit of warning, <laughs> if you know it. But it you got to shake it side to side, like you're going over there like you're trying to rock it. That sounds like a gator story a little bit. I'm I, telling you. I'm t- that's like... That's like that's like fuel pump folklore. I don't know. I've never shook one. I mean, I've had I've I've, I've heard of people beating them on the bottom of the tank. They work. I don't. I mean, how many times it worked? I mean, hell, I don't know. I didn't ask. I wasn't paying attention. I just heard that part. I turned well, it I'm off. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't tell you, Fib. I mean, G- I mean, Gator was at the front. and He was back there turning rotors when he was telling him to beat it with a hammer. Smack no. it with a hammer. You don't have to do nothing but shake it. Just shake it. Just <laughs> shake it. Shake it. I'm telling you, but you do hear all kinds of things. I'll tell you another quick funny story. We had uh, Gator actually sold this guy some Marvel Mistral. He had a uh, Mitsubishi, <laughs> like a Dodge D50 truck, and he poured Marvel Mistral down a carburetor and cranked that thing up in the parking lot. Ooh. It looked like it was burning pine trees. Yeah, I was gonna say that was smoke. Yeah. Oh Lord! What is Marvel Mistral made for? I don't think it actually has a true purpose. I think it's just like it's a mystery. Transmission fluid. Well, I it tell looks you, a lot like transmission fluid to me. But we'll get some rings unseized, and it will get some valves. Yeah, unstuck. so will WD forty. Yeah. Yeah. So, will tra- I mean? so will transmission fluid. Yeah, yeah. transmission fluid will too. I just like, think it looks think, like Dexter Merck on me. It looks like Top F. I think really, I think Marble Mister Oil is just has a little bit more zinc than like transmission yeah. fluid. Yeah. That's I, the first thing I do when I pull them. I, I pull a bunch of them out of the weeds that's been sitting for years. I'll drain all the oil out of them, fill them up with the used transmission fluid, and then start turning them before I start them. You know, 
And it's actually like, crank them up with used transmission fluid in them. Speaking of really? Yes, sir. You huh. can actually run a, a truck, a car, whatever, small block Chevrolet, with transmission fluid in the motor. Jake RT used to put a quarter transmission fluid in the Oldsmobiles that we were flipping. Yeah. Yep. That's how I'd get them running, is yep. he'd uh, drain one quart out, put and quarter transmission stop. fluid when in When you it. got uh, valve guide seals smoking, when it'll, it'll seal it up. Really? You use transmission fluid. Hmm. Learn something new every day. I can't believe you I used to. That. I used to pour a little bit of transmission fluid in my, in my fuel to clean my injectors. Yeah. Transmission fluid. Transmission fluid is kind of like the baby aspirin. Of automotive, it is. Of lubricants, yeah. Of automotive lubricants, it's good for you for every. It's good for you for. It's good for everything. You mean like it's good for your fuel system? Hell, it's good for your motor. That's right. Put a little, rub a little on your tires. They'll shine. I can't remember what my buddy. Put a little on your pancake syrup. A buddy of mine. A buddy of mine used to run a lot of cars. My knee hurts. Take a swig of that transmission fluid. Through one of the auto auctions, and I couldn't remember, like, if a car smoked or something or. You know, it had low oil pressure. He would pour something in there, and I cannot remember what it was. And it would stop smoking, and it wouldn't use oil going through. I cannot remember what he used, but y'all little wise guys might know. Yeah, I don't know about any of that stuff right there. I do know one thing, though, son. We done birthed this whole entire show. It's over with. It's over with, guys. I got I so much more to talk about. I know. I'll tell you how to come back next time. Guys, I want to thank you all for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.